Hi and welcome to my channel, Mazeline Holistic Life Coach, five steps to a healthier mindset. I hope you enjoyed the previous podcast, which was step one, series one, called The Starting Point. That series covered looking at what sort of things in our life can cause blockages that could hinder us from progressing. I had also covered tips and suggestions on what sort of things we could do to transform our mindset to enable us to move forward in our life. I must say I had a great feedback and uh, it was fantastic hearing from a few people, you know, sharing that the podcast has actually, you know, helped them to identify some of the things that were hindrances in their lives that, you know, they hadn't noticed before, but that listening to that podcast actually helped them to look forward uh, for the future in such a positive way. Um, it's wonderful. And I, I thank them, you know, for their positive comments as well. Just a brief recap on the podcast for the month of July. We are at the moment on step one, then it will be a different step for each month until we reach five steps. Each month we will have five series of podcasts. Today we are on series two. How can certain colours and the layout of our home how it can affect our everyday life. We will cover how we can make small adjustments to a healthier mind. Let's begin. How does certain colours affect us? Let's look at this more closely. Have you ever got up in the morning and gone through your wardrobe and, you know, you've searched around and suddenly, you know, you've found a particular colour or a, a garment and you're thinking to yourself I've put this on and I don't quite feel right you know or it's making me feel different it's making me feel a bit sad I don't feel myself you may choose or go for a darker colour and all of a sudden you know you sort of like feel that you know there's a lot of distancing and how you felt from the certain colours have changed your sort of your mood and the way you feel you know and suddenly everything sort of feels different you know certain colours can make you feel a certain way when you put them on sometimes you could put on a bright colour and you feel great and uplifting and sometimes you put on another colour and you just feel you know, that's just not me. For example, um, when you think about certain things like for in, even in your home, um, when you think about how you adjust your room, adjust your space um, in your house is, a, is, a, is another thing. The sort of colours that you might choose in your home can also affect you. You know, if you spend a lot of time, say, uh, in, in a particular room in the house and you have certain colours that you've decorated the house in and maybe you've chosen a darker colour. And when you're in that room or in that space, that colour sort of closes in on you. You kind of feel sometimes that the room is sort of like shutting in on you because of the colour is probably too dark for that smaller space. Or you may feel that, you know, you've um, 
furnish the room in a particular way, you know, with your sofa in a certain way or certain things. And you find that, you know, that the space is not quite working for you and it's affecting the way you think and the way you're being productive um, in your life. So it's important to sort of like now and again, you know, look around your house and see if there's things that you could adjust to help your mind be a lot more positive and clearer. Another thing as well is um, quite, um, can affect your mind in a way, is clutter. It's very easy to accumulate lots and lots of things. It could be that, you know, you're a collector. It could be that, you know, you have a busy life. And when you come in, you sort of like put all your stuff in one place and another stuff in another place. And before you know it, you've got so much things circulating in that room that you sort of feel quite overwhelmed. And then sometimes when you sit down, you want to relax. All you're thinking about is the clutter. And you're thinking about, you know, I need to put that away. I need to put that in a particular space. I need to put that in a particular place. And you don't quite get round to doing that. And that's another area that can actually affect your mindset in terms of being productive. Because if you allow clutter to build up around you, it eventually will clutter your mindset. So that when you're trying to think ahead or plan ahead, you're not able to because then... The clutter can spill out from your personal space into your personal life. So it's so easy to overwhelm yourself without not even realising that you're actually doing that. And I think another thing as well is when you think about your home, that should be your, your sanctuary where you actually come in, you relax, you sit down and you have that time for yourself. And sometimes you have a lot of um, DIY uh, things to get along with and uh, you don't quite get round to doing those things. And that can be another hindrance as well because if you're sitting in a room and you're looking around and you see in that space that's supposed to be your relaxation, your sanctuary, and then there's a door hinge hanging off, there's a door handle hanging off, there's so many things that need to be done or paint work that needs to be done and you just keep looking at that that is another way of uh, cluttering your mind because you're not able to relax because every time you try to relax you're actually thinking about the things that you need to do so it's important that you you know you start to recognize that some of these things that you're putting off may well be a good sign for you to start thinking about in your mind that, you know what, I need to start setting time aside to readjust my home so that I will start feeling a lot better about myself. And I think sometimes as well, you know, when we get into that mindset, we build up a pattern of behavior where we're used to leaving things maybe tomorrow maybe the next day maybe tomorrow I'll get round to it and we don't quite get round to it and these sort of things can affect us also in our work life in our everyday life so it's very important that we set time aside to readjust our life, our home, and our pattern. Another thing, going back to uh, colours, the colours around us, the can affect our mood as well. 
And also another thing that can affect us is music. I know we all like to listen to different types of music, but music can have a big impact on our mood, on the way we feel, on our senses. And sometimes, you know, subconsciously, we're not thinking about that. And certain music can play effect on our mindset. We could be listening to a sad song or a, a song that's very loud. And that also can play effect on our mindset. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't listen to loud music or sad music. Because sometimes it's important for us to feel and to be in touch with our emotions. But we need to also have a happy medium, a balance uh, in our life as well. Because sometimes we can overrun ourselves with these things or with emotions. So I think it's important that we are aware of certain things that we do in our homes that can have an effect, emotional effect on our mindset and how we can sort of like readjust everything so that we feel a lot better uh, in ourselves. And maybe one of the alternatives that we could look at for ourselves is, you know, perhaps soothing music so that when you come in you have that time to relax to departmental things as well because I think it's very important for the mind to have rest you know because sometimes we're so busy we're on the go we're on the go all the time we don't just have that time to readjust ourselves so it's important that you know our home our mind our body is all one connected and if the mind is not where it needs to be and we're physically fit but the mind's not physically fit it can play a devastating part in our lives later on in life so it's important that we have the balance of all these things brought together. And another thing that we could perhaps uh, look at is how we can sort of like change the mindset, you know, improve the things that we surround ourselves with. If you're coming into your home and there's so much clutter, there's so much things going on, then, you know, it will clutter our plans for the future. So what we could do to try and turn that around is perhaps get ourselves a notebook and write down all the things in your home that you feel that you need to get on top of, that you need to sort of like help you along your journey so that you can think better, you can think more, you can plan ahead. By writing little notes and keeping little detailed things of what you need to be doing, you can just tick them off. Every little step is a step in the right direction. Every little step is a positive step. No matter how small or how big, it is a step forward. So one of the things that we can do to declutter our lives is to start within our homes. And I think that's one of the areas that we sometimes forget. We get so, like I said at the beginning, busy with our lives that we forget that part of decluttering and helping our mind to connect with life, with nature, is to sort our environment out. Because they say that, you know, your home is your castle. So I think the first thing you could do is say, right, okay, if you have 
big giant furniture and it's overwhelming the room. Maybe you can look at maybe reducing the furniture, maybe swap it around, put it in different directions in different parts of the room. And sometimes what happens as well is that, you know, some people have a lot of clothing uh, at, at the start of their homes that when they come in, they have um, a clothes hook and there's loads of coats, there's loads of shoes at the front door, there's linen baskets. So when they're coming in, they're all tripping over everything and you're sitting down, you're stepping over everything. And I think in life, if our home is sort of overwhelming us, then life itself would also overwhelm us too. So we've got to bear in mind of how we readjust those things so maybe just doing simple things maybe find um storage containers or a cupboard where you can put all these different items so that the doorway is clear so that all the energy positive energy that comes in will be able to flow through straight without sort of like lumps and bumps along the journey so I think it's just small things that we can do. And if you feel that your rooms or your relaxation room is is dark and dingy and it's getting you down, why not get yourself a pot of paint, some light colours and uh, set yourself a time where you can just do some painting, some decorating or have a decorating time and just, you know, decorate your house so that you feel positive about your home and it's a place that when you come in you feel uplifted if for any reason you can't buy paint perhaps you can buy accessories you know go down to your local store and you know buy just little cheap things it hasn't got to be expensive things uh it could be plants it could be plant pots it could be just pictures and you can put them in places that can just brighten up certain areas of your space that is also making you feel a bit drawn down. Maybe even an uplight in a certain corner, you know, just little minor things that you can do to just change your space and change your outlook. Because I think that if you make those steps, those early little tiny steps, eventually you will see the progress in your life to greater and better things ahead. And I think as well, when we start to declutter everything, we'll be able to see life a lot more clearer than before. Because sometimes when you want to try and think and plan, if there's so much going on in your home, you're not able to then see ahead for the future. So once you try some of these little tips of decorating your home, mix matching maybe cushions, uh, decluttering, clearing that space, you will start to feel a lot better. Then you'll be able to have that time for yourself, that me time and plan ahead for the future. Because if everything around you is falling apart, your home, your your life, then you will feel very, very overwhelmed. And then when good opportunities come your way, you won't be able to see it. And that's sometimes why sometimes people say, well, you know, you missed the boat, so to speak. So rather than missing the boat, if you start these tiny steps and plan ahead, when opportunities come, you'll be able to see it and you will be first in line to receive it as well. And I think when we look at all these um, 
little tips, pointers and suggestions of how colours and decluttering can help us and change our moods, we can then start to look forward to the future. And I think just to sort of like have a few little uh, tips, I think going back to writing down, planning, talking about it, if, if that helps as well. And um, I just hope that some of these tips uh, on colours and how to change your energy and how, you know, by changing these small things, people will notice uh, the change in you. If you wear brighter colours and you're used to wearing dark colours, some people will say to you, oh, there's something different about you. They will recognise because those colours will lighten you up, lift you up and make you feel brighter and lighter in yourself. And as we come to a close, I'd just like to leave you with some words of encouragement. I hope that, you know, you found this session very interesting, informative, a bit fun, uh, but also giving you little tips uh, and suggestions. And uh, I hope that, you know, in every day in your life that you'll be able to find peace within yourself and see that every step in life is a step, whether big or small. Continue to smile, even if you don't feel like smiling. Continue to laugh, even if you feel like you don't want to laugh. And just remember that life is what you make it. So make it for today and in live and enjoy today. Until next time, have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye. Hi and welcome to my channel, Mazeline Holistic Life Coach. Five steps to a healthier mindset. I hope you enjoyed my last podcast called How to Declutter Your Life and how certain colours can affect the way you think and the layout of your home. And we also looked at how decluttering our home can also help us to have a healthier mindset. I'd also like to just thank um, a couple of my um, listeners. One who had said they had decided to start wearing more colourful clothing um, and another that they had been putting off DIY jobs for a very long time. And after listening to my podcast gave them that push that they needed in the right direction to uh, start decluttering their lives. Once again, thank you to them. Today, we're going to be looking at Knowing Your Worth, Series 4. We'll be looking at why sometimes we may feel worthless. What are some of the possible causes? Could it be relationships? Could it be self-confidence? or a lack of self-belief, and much more. We'll also look at some tips, suggestions, on what sort of things we can do to break those cycles. 
Let's now look at why sometimes we may feel worthless. Just to reiterate, I don't have all the answers and these podcasts are purely to assist tips, suggestions. You don't have to apply them. You can merely listen to them for entertainment purposes or take bits out or apply them if you wish. Great, let's begin. There can be many reasons for why we may feel worthless. It could be that we've always been told we are worthless. It could be that all we've ever known. It could be we lack confidence and self-belief in ourselves. It could be because maybe you've been bullied and it's caused you to have low self-esteem. It could be that during your schooling or educational period, that perhaps you had a teacher or a peer that told you you'd never become anything in life. Or maybe you never felt that you quite fitted in during those periods. And that has had a long-term effect on you. It could possibly be your environment, maybe your accommodation or the area that you live in don't quite inspire you. Or it could be that perhaps people have made comments about where you live. Or it could be seeing other families that have a close relationship and perhaps in your life, You don't have that closeness and you so much desire to have that. It could be financial, not being able to afford certain things in your life. It could be lifestyle. There could be so many reasons. There's a phrase or a saying that sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I recall that phrase being told to me growing up. I think that phrase do have some merit. However, words or unkind words can have a lasting effect on one's mental well-being. Even though it's not physical scar, it is a mental scar. I'm not lessing either effects. Let's look at some of the scenarios of low self-esteem or low self-worth. Have you ever been in a situation where someone puts you down in front of others, whether in jest or deliberate, and you've laughed it off to save face, but deep down you are really hurt? Have you ever felt that no matter what you do, it's never enough? Whether for someone else or in your own personal life. Let's now look at some of the tips and suggestions of how we can undo some of these traits and turn them around into a positive way of thinking. How do we begin to know our worth? Firstly, we need to identify when this situation first happened, how it made us feel at the time, 
And also, what made us feel that way? What was it that was said that had that lasting effect on us? When did we start to normalize these feelings? Then it became who we are today. I think also recognizing and understanding the impact this has had in your life and on your mental well-being and mindset. Once we've started to identify these reasons, we can now begin to change the negative thoughts around to positive thoughts about ourselves. You could start by saying positive words about yourself to yourself by saying words like, I know my worth. I'm worth more than what people said or thought of me. Or I have wasted many years of my life believing these words and I had become these words. I am no longer going to let these words steal the rest of my life from me. I will no longer allow these words to stop my mental growth. Other words of encouragement that you can say to yourself are, I will no longer allow people to control my thoughts. It is time to start a new chapter in your life. I am me. And I am my own person. I love myself. I love who I am. I am also important. It's also important to remember if you don't love yourself, how then can you expect others to love you? We are all made up differently. We are all unique in our own way. If people don't accept us for who we are, that's okay. We'll be okay. There will be people in our life that will love us for who we are. We need to keep our focus. We need to turn around these negative thoughts, this negative mindset that has hindered us from progression to now turn our life a full circle round to a new. Sometimes these things may feel hard to change because we're so used to these patterns of behavior. We're so used to these patterns of thoughts and they have become who we've become. But we don't have to accept these behaviors, these traits, these thoughts. We can do so much things, different things, small steps to a healthier mindset. Without a healthy mind, It can affect many parts of our body. It can restrict us from moving forward. It can restrict us from having a happier life. It can restrict us from seeing the future ahead. By these small steps and recognizing our worth, we will become worthy and feel worthy in ourselves. There's many things that we can do and look forward to. There's a big wide world out there. 
we just have to take that leap of faith and say no longer are we going to become what we have become. That it is time for us to progress. It is time for us to overcome these obstacles, this blockage, this mind of thoughts and become what we should have been, but that we can become. We have got to take those steps every day. It's not going to be easy, but once you take one step, you'll be able to take another step and another step. And in the end, you will have a victory. And that's the whole idea about the mindset and changing the mindset. That's the whole idea of these podcasts to show you that you don't have to be that way, that there are other options. And that's why I use the holistic approach, because it's an alternative way of thinking. We haven't got to think the way we've been taught to think. If it's not working, then we can look around to see what fits for us and what suits for us. Not every advice that we are given are going to apply to us, but we can take out small snippets that could perhaps help us along in our journey. I hope that this podcast will be able to open your mind up to other ways of viewing life. I hope that this podcast will be able to give you pinpointers of things perhaps you never thought of before, but this has now helped you to think, right, great, today I'm going to make that change. And now I'd like to close, but leave you with some words of encouragement to you. Stand tall. Say to yourself every day when you wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and say, I love myself. I love you and smile. And those words will reflect back to you. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and have found it useful. Until next time, stay safe, stay blessed and continue with a positive mindset. Five steps to a healthier mind life step goal. Thank you for listening. Bye.